For legal reasons, we cannot recommend the consumption of alcohol while listening to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. But trust us, it helps. No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Today's episode is brought to you by the Death's Hand Brigade, formerly the Grey Death Legion. The DHB sends greetings to all freelance mercenaries of the Inner Sphere. The Brigade is currently seeking new pilots to join their mercenary corporation. They have over 60 brigadiers registered and are a tight-knit group of friends who focus on having fun together. They fight hard and train harder. If you would like to be a part of the Brigade, contact them on their website at www.deathshandbrigade.com. Will you be behind the Death's Hand or the throat in front of it? Look for a stir side. We'll be waiting. You're listening to the Game Casting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast number 33. My name is Phil. And I'll be your drinking host tonight, just like I promised. It is June 13th, 2012, and my shout-out is going to go to Reese's Ice Cream. Oh my god, it's so good. But I can't eat it right now, because I'm I'm cutting back. Yeah, I'm going to get back into running, so, you know, it's got to go. Darren, who do you have? See, now, for me, running uh, would be, the, I would be running so that I could eat the Reese's Ice Cream. Well, I'll eventually get back to there. No, I'm actually, I'm not a fatty, even though Alex is a fat kid. But, you know, it is what it is. Brandon, who do you, or Darren, <laughs> you didn't go, did you? Nope. This is Darren, also known as Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to all of my friends in World of Tanks. I am leaving World of Tanks, so farewell, and I hope to see you uh, in future games. What? That's like your other child. What do you mean you're leaving? That is it. That is the end. Cut off. Just like that, Jens. Cut off. He is a strong-willed man. Brandon, what do you have tonight? Well, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell, and we can obviously leave this podcast is off to a wonderful start. Uh, my shout-outs are going to my friend Belric and the Scab, as well as, of course, our live audience before us today. What is this fascination of Belric? I'm, you know, I don't know if he's even real. Wait, is why? Real? Where is he? Yeah, I've never seen Belric, have I? Uh, he's on every now and then. Uh, sure, cool. buddy. Hi, Beller. Sure. Yeah. I have friends, Greg? man, I swear. Greg, uh, who do you really have? Do you have any shout-outs? <laughs> I have a shout-out to Powers V2, Chancellor for Life, Matani, and the rest of Goonswarm, who will be joining us in MechWarrior Online, apparently. Uh, they are coming to a compelling confederation near you. Uh, mm. You know what? Leave it to them to join the crazy-ass bastards. So it's only fitting, I guess. Hey, that works. That works for me. Yeah, Goons Confederation. That means we'll be fighting them. Hmm. And, of course, I'd like to welcome our newest member, 
George Ledoux. George, who do you have for your shout out? My shout out is going to go out to my beautiful wife, Karen, whose birthday is tomorrow. Flag Ooh, day. Happy birthday. So happy birthday, sweetie. Love you. Okay, awesome. now back to goofy shit. Thank you for letting us steal him if she ever listens to this, but she probably won't, so it's all right. So, wasted breath. Oh, so since we're drinking this episode, when are we drinking? Is it when people say unit? Is it just every other word? How are we doing? When aren't we drinking? I've already started. Is that... Um, All right, so it's just straight drinking. Which, I have to go get a bottle of pop. I'll be right back. Hurry, oh, hurry. You, you're just so hardcore, so... <laughs> I need a reload, baby. Yeah, I want to see how uh, Phil and I are sounding at the end of this episode. No, we should have drank and then recorded that. This has been your local no god. <laughs> and of course, I'd like to welcome all of our live studio audience members and everyone who's listening to the show. If you're new or old, like Darren, we appreciate all the support we can get. Is new like a baby? Welcome to all the babies listening, the toddlers. Welcome to the show. Wait a second. They can't listen to this. This is an adult show. Wow. That was... Mm-hmm. It is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3049. And now for the news. Today's news is brought to you by the Red Corsairs. They are an established unit, well over 15 years old, also known as Clan Jade Falcon. They will be playing as the Red Corsairs in MechWarrior Online. They are looking for mature players who enjoy a bit of clan roleplay. Drop by their forums at www.red-corsairs.com and check them out. Also brought to you by The Remnant. The Remnant is a mercenary group looking for skilled but helpful and guiding warriors to join their ranks. Together, they will create an environment of teaching, learning, and respect such that all warriors will grow to their full potential. They will pull themselves up by their collective bootstraps to become a force to be reckoned with. Visit them at tinyurl.com forward slash the remnant. For your own unit sponsorship and recruitment ad, go to our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Make a donation of any amount, and then email me at bombadil, bombadil at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and uh, let me know what your message, what message you would like me to say. And this is changing very soon, correct, Darren? Yeah, there will be uh, the donation page on our website. Uh, I've already talked to Seth about it, um, so this should be happening very soon. It'll make all donations and, and you know, specific donations uh, obvious, what you're donating for, the process. Uh, hopefully you won't have to send separate emails, etc. So we'll, make, we'll streamline this. Uh, are you a part of a unit participating in the upcoming MechWarrior Online or MechWarrior Living Legends, MechWarrior 4, etc.? Um, or any other Battletech-related group, for that matter. If so, reserve your spot on our No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. And once you are logged in, uh, contact Phil, Alex, G, or myself, Bombadil, for assistance. All right, this week in our international listeners, uh, we have a new entry at uh, number five, Portugal. Boas Vindas, Portugal. Number four is Canada. That's up one from last week. Uh, down two from last week at number three is Japan. Up one, Australia at number two. And up one also, Germany at number one, our new number one. Congratulations. Das Bier. See, my promotion worked last Oh, yeah, week. it did, huh? Deutschland, Deutschland. <laughs> All right. And this week's Community Oi. Spotlight. This is, I'm excited about this one. Uh, Evernight pointed this uh, poem to me. Uh, he pointed it out to me last week. 
Um, maybe some of you have read it. It's called An Ode to Pending by King Kurt. But tonight we are going to have a special reading of the poem by George Ledoux. George? An Ode to Pending. In the darkness that's descending, my eyes grow weary from resending my information, for I'm intending to pilot mechs once more. Alas, I must just keep pretending that these wishes never ending will not happen with this pending, this pending evermore. It will pass, I spluttered. It's no big thing, this pen thing. Only vapor. Go to the store. But upon my returning, with my innards slightly churning, this burrito's really burning, I hurried across the floor. And there it is, ascending, as I scroll up this darn thing. A big-ass yellow pending, my status evermore. Quoth the raven, status nevermore. Beep. All right, that was awesome. Thank you I'll very drink, much. I'll drink to that. Unit, unit. Yes, unit, drink. unit, unit. Drink up. So that was this week's Community Spotlight. If you have a Community Spotlight of your own, uh, either something you're working on or something you know or something you've seen on the forums, etc., send that Community Spotlight information to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net and we'll get it on the show. Are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or do you want to? If so, we'd love to announce it for you for free. Email us at localgames at nogutsnogalaxy.net with your info. And don't forget to send us your pics afterward or it did not happen. Funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pays for such things as hosting, TeamSpeak 3 equipment, etc. Currently, all donations after costs are going to the Shimmering Sword Project. And that is it for the news. Phil? Now, first off, unit. So drink. Drink up. Drink. Drink. Secondly, oh my god, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> That's so. I'm, I'm just, you know, uh, letting everyone know that uh, a good drinking game, and we'll talk about this more in depth later. Pulp Fiction. Every single time they drop the f bomb, you drink. Oh my god. Anyway, oh. <laughs> good I am memories. already half done with this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seeing? Is the room spinning? All right. It's gonna be a long day. So. <laughs> Book of the Month discussion we announced this last week will be following right along with uh, Warrior on Guard um, by Michael A. Stackpole, June 30th. Great novel, if, well, because I have to read it. I've already started, so just, uh, yeah. Hey, slaves, link it. Oh, we have slaves too now, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a great, uh, I was talking to people last night about this series, uh, some older gentlemen as myself who read it back in the day, and we were kind of laughing at some of the dialogue from the book um actually somebody was going back and reading some of it yeah some of it's a little dated but it's still an awesome series uh we all agreed it was a great uh a great battle tech series and now mech of the week lock and lube it's not just filler it's all killer and now this week's mech of the week Today's Mech of the Week is brought to you by The Silent Foxes. Having fun while working together in an intelligent manner is a focus of The Silent Foxes. They are looking to be a competitive Free Worlds League loyal unit while outsmarting any enemy that comes their way. For more information or to apply, check out our show notes for a link to their website. Unit, drink, now, everyone. Drink. 
So what is this week's mech? You know what's funny about it too is uh, whoever's listening to this is going to be like at work drinking like a bottle of scotch. Be like, hey, Phil told me so. Just use that excuse. It'll be awesome. I'm just following orders, man. All right, guys. You guys voted, and it was pretty unanimous across the board. Uh, Wolfhound, I think that's really yeah. It it won by a landslide. It wasn't even a contest, really. So I'm actually sort of happy about this uh, because you know, yeah. I'm a big Phelan fan, uh, fan, so, you know. That's a hard one to say. Say it ten times fast. You shut your face. <laughs> All right, so tell us a little bit about the uh, Wolfhound. So when I piloted... Uh, I can't even... See, I can't even talk right now. Uh, this is going to be fun. Getting numb. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least it'll be a short show. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We're going to have to end here. We're, like, we're about to pass out. Uh it's a light mech, obviously, 35 tons, goes uh, 97.2. Mine actually goes about 0.4 because, you know, that equal level of awesome when I'm piloting it. <laughs> and um, it, well, it has a few different variants, but specifically the WLF-2 ER Which was laser. introduced when? Well, that particular one in 3028, if you must know. <laughs> if I'm going to the, take the time to research, then yes, I must know. Oh, research. You went to Sarna.net. Don't give away my secrets. Secrets. Sorry. Uh, One ER large laser, four medium lasers. And actually, one of the most unique things I thought about this mech, and specifically if we're talking about the novels, is when, uh, in Blood of Kerensky, when Phelan um, basically meets the clans for the first time. And I engage, I mean, uh, Phelan engages. (laughs) um, And anyways... Whatever, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And anyways, the unique thing about the mech is the entire head cockpit assembly actually ejects. So it's not Indeed. like it splits open, which saved his ass because they're on a... Oh, yeah, this is an adult show. They're on a fucking asteroid. So, you know... Um, Unit. That was a good scene. Drink. Drink, drink. Unit. Yeah, it, that's when he gets attacked and basically launches the entire head off the mech. And what's the other mech that does the same thing? I think there's one other. Hatchetman or something like that, right? Well... There's a I few believe you are correct on that one. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if it's the only one, but that would think the Hatchman definitely does. Yes. So that was one of the unique things. The pros of it, uh, obviously, all energy weapons, long engagements, no ammo. Uh, heat, though, could be an issue. Um, but anyways, pros. Uh, it's got a good bit of armor as well, um, medium to long range. So and obviously the speed. The bad thing is heat management. I think yeah. that's pretty much the only bad thing really about it. I mean, cost. Yeah, it, it could be expensive, I guess. The tabletop. I've actually never used this in the tabletop. Have you guys played it with uh, even a Mega Mac or anything? I've on um, the actual tabletop with people. Yeah, now it only costs a little bit over $3 million. Is that a lot? I don't I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, for some of those 35 tons, eh, maybe. It, it was pretty cheap. It's, it's fast, and it packs a hell of a wallet, so I used it as like a light skirmisher brawler mech, and it was always my go-to for that. Yeah, I, I've played against them, have not used one myself. Um, definitely seems to me to be a fill-type mech. Speedy and so I forth. I drink some unit. Huh? Unit! You did that. Drink. It is funny, it's like I uh, got like 64 ounces here, this is going to be interesting. 
I'm drinking Jack Daniels, so this is this is gonna be pretty rough on me. I'm not a drinker. You're drinking Alan? Is that what? The, oh, <laughs> Jack Daniels. Sorry, we got we have a friend that's Jack Daniels online. Some more info on uh, the Wolfhound. It was designed to be a light, rugged, and dependable mech. It was intended to be a direct counter to the Combine's Panther. And then the Draconis Combine then decide, uh, designed the medium mech, the Wolf Trap. Link it, please. Uh, specifically to counter the Wolfhound. Now, as far as whether there was a counter to the Wolf Trap, I don't know. But that's as far as I got. So I'm going to toss my 45 medium ton mech at your 35 ton right. medium mech to counter the, the fi- other And then a 55 35. and a 65, yeah. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. I th- there, you know, there, there was, uh, I think, a poem about that. Something about a lady who swallowed a fly, and I don't know why. Anyway, notable pilots: Daniel Allard. We all know the Allards. Uh, he received one of the prototypes in 3028 after the destruction of his Valkyrie in 3027. Allard continued to pilot his Wolfhound even after uh, rising to overall command of the Kelhounds and up until his death in Graceland in 3069 during combat against Clan Jade Falcon. Also, as Phil previously mentioned, Phelan Kell piloted one. He was the son of Morgan Kell. Uh, He piloted a wolfhound while serving with the uh, hounds until his capture by Clan Wolf in 3049, which is a great scene uh, in that book. Um, When Phelan was granted full warrior status, Khan Ulrich Kerensky authorized the reconstruction of his wolfhound, which later became the Wolfhound 2C variant, which is also a pretty awesome mech. It's insane. It's the best light mech ever. Yeah, it is. It's a nice mech. Can I have one? Yep. Sure. All right, guys, moving on community questions. Arden Sortex back, and he says, are you guys interested in bringing back the NGNG game night? I need to see, uh, let's see, I need some people to play with, Mega Mech with. Um, so it looks like actually um, one of our guys, Ever and I, who helps out on the, the back end of things, he actually was thinking of uh, starting a new campaign for Mega Mech. Is that not correct? Yeah, Ever and I is kind of our uh, Mega Mech um, aficionado, and he has been talking about starting something up. Um, <clears throat> of course, when you're starting something like that and in this this and it's online and people are in different areas of the map and so forth uh we'll probably keep the group to a smaller number just so that we you know can have these people show up when we're planning it or whatever but it is something that i think we're going to work with uh, the public on so we will be getting more information out there as uh ever and i and myself and whoever else is gets involved uh moves forward on this you know what we could do too is just like hey uh next wednesday after the podcast or something now this is off the top of my top of my head here off the top of your drunk head um you know unit everyone everyone hops damn it (laughs) see how i got him to shut up no i think that's a good idea we will have these nights where phil says hey everybody show up you know after the show on this night yeah or, I mean, hell, it's right around the corner. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll be doing stuff like that with MWO and uh, when um, Tactics come, comes well, out, whatever. That's what I'm interested in is when and if they implement you being able to do bigger battles, whatever, in Tactics. Now, that's MechWarrior Tactics for those who don't know. It's on our website. There's a link. Check it. Um, is being able to, you know, because what happens when we're like a quarter way through a third game, right? We have to, someone has to go. 
so either someone has to take over. It would be nice to just be like, oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll save it here and we can come back again. And all of that stuff, all the info is right there. That'd be really, really nice. One, you know, we've been talking about different options, and, and Ever and I are right now is working on an outline for a project, but also, like, I was considering things like um, 1v1 or Lance versus Lance uh, tiered tournaments, um, where, you know, you can have backup players as well, just in case, you know, people aren't available at the time or whatever. So uh, we do want to incorporate Mega Mech more into uh, the community um, all of us pretty much love it. So something, some news on that end will be coming soon. Speaking awesome. of adding on to what you said about tournaments, um, I noticed a little bit back in this, it was going to show up a little bit later in the podcast, but might as well now. There is talk on the uh, MechWarrior Tactics forums about doing a Mega Mech tournament. Mm. Keep us informed about that, Brandon. Uh, yes, absolutely. And our next question, again, a reoccurring person asking questions on the show josh davion and he asks i have a question regarding george ledoux's previous offer to do personalized duncan fisher recordings how's that coming along have you guys figured out a way to handle that in donation process what way could someone confirm they've donated for a duncan fisher recording i am glad you asked well that makes one of us <laughs> and that's actually what we talked about last week, and that's what we had talked about Seth um, Adam, um, as we know him, uh, about getting it. And we've actually started to work on the website. You guys can't see it yet because it's uh, admins only, but we are in the process of doing that, and it'll be so easy. Even Me? I was about to say, even a liar can do it, but you yeah. know. Well, and there is actually a little bit of news, and George doesn't even know this, but we have had our first official donation for a uh, George Ledoux or Duncan Fisher ad um, for a unit sponsorship. So um, he and I will be discussing that, and it'll probably be in the next episode. So look for that. Oh, there we go. We're going to make it so easy, even a goon can do it. Get it? Get it? Anyway. Nice. Yeah, sorry. Unit? Sorry. I'll, I'll unit, unit, unit. For that one. You're back. Hold on. I don't get it. Somebody explain it to me. No, don't bother. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, right. homie! Stingray asks, If Battletech had the chance to film a blockbuster movie with an unlimited budget and had one book or saga to use as the storyline, which story would be best to translate into a great movie and remember several potential audience members obviously would not be familiar with Battletech lore, so it'd have to be an easy transition from book to film. And the first one that says Michael Bay, I'm going to shoot you in the face. All right. He's going to slur you in the face. I'm hearing some slurring here coming I'm from you, Phil. Shoot your face. <laughs> I don't know. Depending on the uh, on the story you went with, it could work with Michael Bay. You know. No, one, no. One with a lot of explosions. I will find you. Giant you robots. Right I would want that's right <laughs> he's been writing this for 15 years no I want the lady who directed uh, Twilight yeah. okay seriously I, I really can't be friends with you guys that would be the Victor Omicarita storyline Mm-hmm. The Ferrelli brothers. That'd be great. There's something about um, Mechies or something. Well, to be honest, okay, we gotta focus on the um, focus. Damn it. Um, <laughs> on the saga. This on is the, the Mecha killer. I, I you know, I can't work under these conditions. I really can't. All right, <laughs> book or saga. You're gonna be working under the table pretty soon. <laughs> so what we got, Boo? For those who don't know, Lost uh, 
No, okay. If it was a book, I would choose. I want to say th the Thunder Rift. Uh, that the the Great Death Legion series. I really love them, but I think the unique thing would be to introduce the audience to early on. Uh, do like one of the first Succession Wars, or even the second, or something early on in this time frame. Well, I mean, that's you know around Great Death Legion time, but. That way, you could obviously do more movies on top of that. And uh, as far as a novel that would cover, ooh man, um, I, I'm not going to go with a specific novel. Uh, I think that time frame would be be well. See, personally, I just want a remake of Robot Jocks. That was such an epic movie that uh, why bother with any BattleTech related type stuff? Robot Jocks too. Go home, bomb. Troll a lol a lol. Robot Jocks 2. God, right. an awful movie. We're, we're, you guys are. No, I'm, you're fired. We're moving on. We're not even. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'd say if you are going to do a movie, you're going to have to do it during Clan Invasion for at least the first try at no. it. No. No. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. Can you imagine. This is what the you clan do. invasion is like the Avengers of the BattleTech world. You need to have a couple movies before build that, up to it. building yeah. it up. Some foreplay, please. Foreplay a little bit. I'm Who wants to it. see mechs engaged in foreplay? Raise your hands. <laughs> oh my. Hands up. No, but you know what? You could do George the George Lucas engaged. thing where you do three movies and then you go do three prequels and you know. Because this was thinking. Either do the Blood of Kerensky or the Phoenix trilogy. There you go. Moving on. We were on. Moving on to Masquerade's question, I believe. Stay right. Mas no. Masquerade yes, right. asks, what is the one thing one... Wow. Who did you that You can one? read that, right? Spelling. What is the one thing you want to see, want to make into... What the fuck? One. <laughs> what is the one thing you want to see make it into MechWarrior Online? What is the one thing you want to see make it into MechWarrior Online? Other Everyone than the unseen. See the unseen, so those don't count. And what is the one thing you would love to see left out? All right, Phil, we'll start with you. What do you want to see, and what do you want to have left out? Does anyone else notice there's another letter in there, or word? Yeah, but okay. ignore that. I'm used to um, reading bad copy all the time. Oh, you know, actually, it's funny, um, and we're, we'll be talking about this particular person next week for the Community Spotlight, but uh, Short Painter, uh, his real name is Rudy, uh, me and him are actually really good friends, and he sent me a text saying something to the effect of there was a vote going on on the forums, and it was community-based, fan-based, something about 360 torso twist, fuck no, god, it just, it... It negates anything to do with like balance. No 360 torso twist. No on no max. Just don't do it. It it. Okay, it, so that's what you want left it. out. What do you want to yes. see in? I want to not see... not penis. No, I think it'd be really really cool to see Solaris Arena, uh -huh. and being able to to place votes. And on top of that, to utilize technology where you could place votes. Ugh place yeah boats and hose boats and hose. place votes on your phone like when you're home you know you can be at work next thing you know there's bets go up i mean much like i guess mech tech was doing um with their solaris assault tech why not do that and then also to take advantage if we had a solaris of what duncan fisher of course come on we're, we're trying to sell you out there george what about you guys anybody else have anything you want to see in it or not in it 
I would like to see a city map where you can actually like go in and through some urban structures, like really tall buildings, blast your way through them, and like hide inside them. So a city with destructible buildings. Destructible buildings that you can use as cover. Or even mm-hmm. like destroy buildings with places you could walk into. Yeah, that would be cool. Like gigantic ass factories. Weren't they, weren't they, uh, and they have said this in the past, that that's what they were going for, you know, uh, environments to where, you know, you could use those things for cover and whatnot. It'd be interesting to see if that actually gets implemented in-game. And it may not happen right off the bat, but... Uh, well, we know that there's going to be an urban uh, map, a city map, so it's the, the big question is how destructible will it be, uh, if it is at all. We shall see, but I would love to see that as well. I would like as to far see as stuff a... I'd like to see out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely want to see coolant kept out. That was a bad idea. Indeed. Oh, god damn. What about you, uh, Brandon? To say. Uh, for something I would like to see in the game is uh, somehow, like, say you're in the mech lab and you're building something, and you want to test it out before you pull the trigger, or even if you want to test it out, uh, some sort of like non-ranked kind of test like a practice match or something yeah exactly that sounds good uh myself i want to see as much um weather as possible uh snow rain fog uh whatever um as well as day night that's kind of i like that immersive feeling from those as far as left out i don't know trolls but then they would have to fire that good No ponies. There, said it. All right, let's move on to the next question. It's actually from our own uh, George Ledoux. You want to read that, Phil? Mr. Ledoux. That'll be good. Do it in a George Ledoux voice. I was going to have Phil read your question in your voice, but maybe it'd be better, uh, George, if you read your own question. Yeah, probably. (laughs) At this point. I don't know if better is the right word. (laughs) Well, okay. Okay, so I'll I'll try to to read like... Okay, so... Okay, so does the ACES unit that you guys are part of have its unit. own banner or emblem? Unit. I'm just throwing that out there. I just want to drink. <laughs> All right, let me drink real quick. Oh, this is... Uh, Phil, hey, no more uh, announcing Phil, drinking shows. You, even though you have booze breath. The answer is um, we are working on an ACES uh, logo. That's actually Phil's duty that he's supposed to be talking to Hayden the emblem oh, maker I know you were doing duty no that's you buddy that's my drinking mother see what the drink does to you huh good god oh it makes me forget is that what you're trying to say I'm like <laughs> I swear that last time you're like yeah I'll message you no I said you talk to Hayden because you already you're, know listen man you're Alex I'm just wondering are you going to be able to like mute their mic I am <laughs> yes. No. All right, so moving on. Anyways, we are going to go to questions. Live studio questions. audience. Uh, yes. Yeah, see my name there. Okay. So, um, if any of you have questions in the live studio audience, <laughs> sorry, I'm watching what Phil is typing. Uh, go ahead and state that you have a question in the chat, and Evernai, uh, Boo, keep an eye on that for me, and we'll unmute your mic. You can ask a question, then mute back up. Anybody have a question? Uh, I believe Adam. Yep, Arden looks like Sword we do. Arden Sortek, Unmike. Autonomous Arden Sortek, Adam. Hey, guys. Hey, man. 
How's your drink so, going? Oh, uh, I've had two old fashioned so far. I might slur a little bit. So bear <laughs> with me. Um, Unit. What's your... <laughs> Unit. <laughs> Alright. Hi. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> what's your guys' opinion on when the time comes, the ability to use clan tech on inner sphere chassis? What I mean is. You know, the weapon swapping has always been extremely common. Like in Mech 4, like everyone would run clan weapons on Interstrasses just because. You know, they're lighter, they'd have a farther range, maybe slightly less heat, things like that. But what about, say, using a clan XL engine in an Interstrasse chassis or clan heat sinks, things like that? I mean, what's your opinion on that whole subject? This is actually something I think about and I have thought about recently because when I play... Um, I really enjoy the most playing as close to canon as possible. You know, I like my old style Max, the Warhammer or whatever, and I would love to keep just inner sphere tech. And also, if you know the universe, it's not like, um, I mean, there, there were some adjustments to the inner sphere Max once the invasion had been going for a while, but uh, it wasn't easy to say, oh, well, I just want to convert my mech all over to inner sphere or uh, clan technology. It was hard to come by, and uh, so I just like the the... Again, I use this word a lot, but the immersiveness of being, um, you know, having a, a, a canon mech and, and not just uh, min-maxing. But the problem is, and I know that this is why I will have difficulty doing it, is because you want to win. You want to win your match. And so um, better technology, it's, there's always going to be that temptation to, to basically, basically just go with the best uh, loadout possible. So that's a tough one for me. Uh, haven't, haven't they clearly have, I, I thought I remember them saying something to the effect of clan tech or maybe I haven't but I, I remember them saying something to that or I thought I did that clan tech and IS like if, you're, if it's an IS mech you can put IS weapons or whatnot, and you know clan tech for you know the inner sphere or whatnot. but yeah you know that that whole balance is going to be very interesting um, and how they're going to match that up because you know for clan mechs versus four inner sphere i mean if you're just sticking with the appropriate technology it's going to be a tough battle so we will have to see um now repair costs could be the factor right i mean how or even or the, even if like remember b -b -b a week or two ago there was someone that flipped the uh potential question about um uh fees for um your tech crew well, what if you had to pay more to attach a clan weapon onto an inner sphere mech? Here's the problem, though, with whenever they've tried to make the consequence be fees like that, repair costs, whatever, in any game that I've played, you make enough money to where that's never really an issue. I mean, if you're just a little bit conscious of what your money is, your money situation, and not spending too much, and you know, having enough to cover those costs. It's never really been a big enough consequence to me to where I think that it would make it so that everybody's not running clan tech, you know? I mean, they'd have to make that a really big uh, financial well, burden. I think it'd be unique to the specific task chassis and tech, too, because, I mean, you throw out... Once clans arrive, why bring a regular medium laser when you can have an ER that does more damage longer range? I mean, so... Mm -hmm. I think that, like you just said, if it's just a cost thing, at the end of the day, you're going to make enough. I don't. They're going to have to do it another way of balance. And oh, sorry, that's what I was going to say. I mean, cost-wise, you'd even have wallet warriors that'll dish out, just dish out real cash for in-game C bills, you know, and then they'll just buy it anyway. Whereas you could 
say if you did have Clandic on an IS chassis, if it's destroyed, it's gone. You don't have that weapon anymore, and you know you're SOL. Yeah, yeah I, I would love to see them do something to where it's not easy just to to pimp your mechs out with all clan tech, and to where it would either be really hard or next to impossible, or even impossible um, to do that. And as long as, of course, they figure out a way to balance it all. Um, but I would love to see it that way. I wouldn't, and I'll, you know, I'm gonna play Intersphere. I would have no problem with that. A game mode or something option hardcore. I don't know, but yep. I mean, it's a hard question. I know. I mean, we just don't know. Well, uh, thank you for your question, Gratonimus. We're going to move on to, um, I believe, the next question is Fat Zombie Pig. If you want to unmute your mic, uh, you can ask your question. I've always wondered what a zombie pig sounds like. There you go. Fat zombie pig, go ahead. What's your question? His mic is broken. Uh, I believe oh, no. your question um, was regarding what, uh, whether we're going to use keyboard, mouse, or joystick. Is that correct? He's saying, especially in regards to balance, what is your favorite control method? Keyboard, mouse, or joystick? Uh, Phil? For mech, no, for MWO. Still, Phil, how are you yeah. maintaining your balance? For for uh, for surfing porn sites, which way awesome do you like? Genetics. That's all I can say. He prefers the joystick. Yeah, obviously, right? I, use, I like to for browsing porn sites. I like using the um, light gun. <laughs> I like the throttle uh, control. Uh, so, I Phil, for mech games. Mech, mech games. Uh, let's see. Uh, mech two keyboard. Mech three mouse and keyboard. Mech four. Actually, I think I switched up to joystick and keyboard and MWLL, keyboard and mouse. Um, I have no idea. I mean, I would be, I'd be definitely up for using one of the joystick setups uh, that they, you know, with the Razer and stuff. Yeah. How about one of those things that I saw in a PC Gamer magazine? It basically it's like this thing that goes over your head and it supposedly controls your movements with your mind. Mind power, like a Jedi mind control thing. It's it. Supposedly, it works to a degree. Yeah, track IR. It's getting better and better. Within the next few years, we'll see some pretty drastic improvements with that, actually. But uh, no, I was just gonna say, as far as uh, MWO, I'd like to. uh, I I would give the joystick, the Razor joystick, a, a, a chance. I would try that. So my answer is I always want to use the joystick, you know, a a separate joystick and throttle, and I have a good one that I like, but I always find that I am less accurate with the joystick. I can, it's fine for moving around, but as far as accuracy of the weapons and uh, keyboard and mouse, I'm just always more accurate. So either I have to do a lot of training with the joystick, if other people don't have this issue, um, then I need to get to that level, but uh, it just always, for me, I always fall back to mouse and keyboard. Hey, uh, Darren, can you uh, rewind there? uh, And unit. Unit. And do what? Oh, that's that's really all I was going for. (laughs) I see, you just wanted to get me drunk again, huh? You know, there was yeah, that so, uh, th- That coffin nail, uh, basically, he's pointing out on his link. That's the thing I was talking about. It's like this uh, thing that goes over your head. It's not It's not the track IR thing. It's a neural, it's a, a impulse, neural impulse actuator. Ooh, and that would be very uh, battle, battle tech appropriate. You know, That's what they had in the mech. Too, is, uh, MWO 
doing some of these technologies and giving some guides to you know like hey if you have these if you have three monitors you can set it up this way at this angle you know blah 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 and use this particular hardware be able to do some pretty cool um you know ifinity and other 3d you know multiple monitors really cool though is if you had that neural actuator thing phil and you were in the condition you're in and getting to now, I would love to see how your mech responded there's, at that point. That would be awesome. There's Phil like, walking in circles again. <laughs> He's walking in a circle. His legs are both fine. Oh, look, he fell down a manhole. What He's a doing joke. the uh, circle of death by himself. <laughs> so, he, Greg. He made himself, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I sort of picture that uh, the scene in Star Wars where the at steps on the log. Right. There you go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Greg, keyboard, mouse, or joystick? Uh, I haven't used the joystick in a long time, but I remember liking it a lot when I did. So I probably would go back to it if you know if I found a really cool joystick that had the, the buttons and such that I would want to use. Cool. Brandon? Right now my mouse had like a gazillion buttons on it. Oh, jeez. I'd probably be using mouse and keyboard. Okay. Good to know. So, so depending depending on the price point of Artemis, I might pick one up. Alright, right guys, on. we're yeah. gonna move on. We've got a lot of stuff to cover, so appreciate the live studio audience. But we gotta move on. Unit. Alright, Metroid Unit. Online. Week in review, June fourth through the eighth. Got a few things to cover. We've got obviously the stalker was introduced, which Well, we let's discuss it. Did we? No, we already about it. Oh, okay. This is, this is yeah, the did. review for last week. All right. Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> we have, well, we what I'm saying for is, the review. no, obviously. And now Dennis, for Mech of the Week. Oh, wait. The, the conversation with Dennis was tonight, and uh, I actually wasn't able to attend. We'll get some, oh, hold on. Outline is right here. Go figure. Uh, just anyways, you can check it out. It's under the general discussion with chat with art director Dennis. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, uh, but it's a transcript. Um, it's very lengthy indeed, so uh, make sure you give it a read. I'll take some notes, and we can definitely uh, talk about it next week. Um, on that, Brian, 1,500 keys were given out Friday, June 8th, so even more people playing Ooh. the beta. Which, obviously, as George read earlier, there's still some that haven't and are slowly killing themselves inside. Or with shotgun, either way. Just end it quickly. Burritos. Um, and then uh, some answers to Ask the Devs number six. <laughs> All right, um, so Ask the Devs number six. What, did, uh, what answers did we question. get? How long do you expect the average mass match? Five match? inches. Oh, never mind. Uh, you know, I'm Irish. What can I say? So what's the answer? Unit. Um, <laughs> currently, it said matches Jesus tend to last Christ. about 10 minutes. The current uh, max is 15, though they said they've already changed it again. It depends on the strategies people use. Um, there, he's, He basically said that as players are getting more experience, they're actually being more cautious using, you know, what they've seen in past games. Uh, are jump jet mechs death from above tactics included in game design yet? And he says death from above is planned. And then he says yes. That is an affirmative. 
Will a jump capable mech be able to land on another mech's on other mechs and knock them down? Yes, although if you hit an atlas with a Jenner, the Jenner tends to fall and the atlas stays on its feet. You can land on people and knock them over, though. Absolutely. And there is where I see uh, Phil's drunken mech. I see him drunk in a Jenner, running into other mechs, falling on his ass, running into some buildings. No, dude, it'll be a centurion to the face. <laughs> to your All face. Right. Whatever. Whatever. Shut your Whatever. Sh- Shut next. Your Next question from Jen Du. You want to read it? Will we ever get a day in the life of a PGI employee feature? You know, a developer or artist or technician or QA and ad. Wow. Really? This is what I do on an average day. Walkthrough, complete with pictures of the office and such. Um, and the response was, they'd love to do one of these. Would you guys really want that? Yes. And then on top of that, I guess we got enough requests we pulled off again. So, uh, Garth, yes. Really? <laughs> And then, do you really understand the anticipation and I and others are experiencing? It's been a long time, a long wait. I think and... uh, the word he was looking for was not anticipation, but frustration. I think that's what he's voicing here, because I feel it. Do you, is, it is it in your... Never mind. Yeah. I think it's in the... Is it in the bones? I'm, I'm one hand typing, let me put it that way. Oh. Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Waffles. They're built French for... toast. Yeah, French toast for the win. Always. All right, so that was the answers. Um, Another cool thing came out, and it was another wallpaper. Now, this is actually my favorite um, so far. Uh, One, it's the hunchback, and obviously he just fired a round, and they're actually, and some info, look at all the damage you see to the the mech side. Do you guys notice that in the front of the mech? Yeah, he's obviously, uh, he just got shot. Yeah, so that's another feature, which as far as game design, um, CryEngine 3 has a lot of uh, uh, tessellation features. Um, and so wow, obviously... You said tessellation without slurring. Yeah, well... Way to go. Well, I Freak. finished... I fin- no, I already finished mine. I need more, but I'm out. So I had 64 ounces. That's all I have, so... Way to go, light mech. Half a gallon later. You don't, you don't have backup supply. This is a sad, sad thing. That was my so, entire thing. I dumped it all into one giant cup. I <laughs> like the way that they did this desktop picture, and I would like to see one of these done for every mech in the game. I'm sorry, I went back to the show. You guys want to keep talking about your drinks? No, yes. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading the conversation <laughs> online because it, it's not slurring as badly. All right. And I'm trying to figure out what what coffin nail is trying to get me to say. <laughs> He's I don't know coffee nail. What's going on? All right. Get Russ, GL get, to say that bomb. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was your line. I was quoting one of your old Duncan Fisher lines. He did, See, he did I was talking to my Mac. wife because she wasn't. Uh, she she takes up more priority than than you. <laughs> I I quote the Duncan. All right, interesting forum post by the staff. Yes. Unit. Every time. <laughs> MechWarrior fans were closing in on announcing the minimum uh, system requirements for uh, MWO. So for all I love all the, uh, the responses to that. People are like, yeah, when your teaser trailer came out two years ago, I updated my machine. I sure hope it works still. <laughs> anyway, right. I thought it was funny. It's all right. Moving on to MechWare Tactics, we got a... It was hilarious. Question. 
Yeah, it was, it was... I'm dying inside. Question is, do our mech pilots gain experience or any skills? If they gain XP or skills, they have perm... Oh, do they have a permadeath? Pilots do not gain experience. Each pilot will have their own set of skills, but those skills cannot be modified. And obviously, there's no permadeath for any car that you have collected. So that sounds a lot like the uh, old TCG in that way. Well, that's sort of. I thought there would be some, you know, maybe some player experience or skill, you know, but it could be coming later down the road. But the whole yeah. fact that like maybe you have to get like a pilot card or something like that for each mech kind of sounds almost like the old trading card game in a way. Yeah, it is. You have what you have, and you got to work with what you got. That's what I said. All right, uh, 3D turnaround of the Hunchback. It was really cool, I thought. A definitely a different approach, and we've talked about this before. Artistically, they're going with a different style. Um, I like it. Yeah, what's your take on the uh, Hunchback, everyone? I think Hunchbacks are great in like old horror movies where there's a mm. mad professor and stuff. I think that's good. Um, oh, wait, that's probably not what you're talking about. Never mind. I, oh, I think it... It holds to, you know, really, if you're looking at that and you're looking at any of the TRO art, you wouldn't, it's not the same mech, but. I still um, think it's cool. It is cool looking. And, and this one uh, is less like uh, psychedelic. Yeah. I, I find it kind of awesome how they changed it from the original, remember the concept art of the hunchback they had there? Where it was yeah. like bajillion feet tall. Yeah, I you think it's pretty cool. You know what occurs to me? The guys that are doing the the those mechs for the the Mech Warrior Tactics, is it possible that they're like the same designers who like created all the Hot Wheel cars? You know, <laughs> paint schemes and stuff. <laughs> they definitely have a uh, what's the word? Progressive uh, paint scheme idea. And next on the list is we have a, uh, a new tweet chat coming out it's wednesday june 20th it's at tweet tweet 4... wow it's at 7 p.m eastern they're doing it to us again darren um so obviously our podcast might be delayed till afterwards or before mm. we'll let you know and obviously you can find that at uh, their website there's a hashtag and all that fun stuff so you can join them out um there and like Darren had mentioned, no, Brendan had mentioned something about a Megamech possible tourney for all of you Megamech fans. And for those who've never played Megamech, it's fucking awesome, by the way. Um, it, there's some cool tools uh, as well, uh, so you can do campaigns and stuff like that. So give it a check. It's uh, on the off-topic discussion part of their forums. And of course, don't forget to uh, give them your info. And probably not your unit. Don't give him your unit. But info would be unit. Great. I don't know how. I don't know how they take to you giving the unit. <laughs> Breaking news: Paul just announced four beta keys just sent out. What <laughs> announced? Well, that's four beta keys plus four hundred ninety-six more. Get it right. That's where's the plus four ninety-six? Tonight, who's not drinking? Oh. oh. Yeah, sorry, it's my drinking kept me from clicking the spoiler button. So 500 so, more went out. Check your email. Uh, someone just just in their pants. Yeah, watch it people happened. leave. We know they're in. People just got excited. 
Alright, MechWarrior Living Legends um, just released a video, which um, I'm actually pretty stoked about. It's by Finalizer. He's a, a person in the community I've actually played with and against this guy uh, too, too many times. I mean, I can't even count. But it's a really cool video because he breaks down how newer players can jump right into a match and quickly move up as far as C-Bills. So give it a check out and we'll post this live for our live studio audience. Yep, that's a good video, and it's definitely good advice. Uh, if you haven't tried Mech Warrior Living Legends, then try it. If you have and you've been frustrated, check out this video. Uh, if you're an elitist or uh, a, a robot jock like Phil here, watch it anyway. What? Why? Just because I rape face in the game? I mean... Mm-hmm, Mr. Headshot. Headshot. All right, Mech Warrior Tactical Command. Actually, we'd already covered this last week. This is a different article. I... Sip it. Unit. Damn it. Slow butt jocks. So, <laughs> some slow info. butt jocks? <laughs> wow. Are you sure you haven't been drinking? So, side info for everyone out there. I was actually on the phone again with Edmund. Uh, he was leaving E3 this past, I want to say Monday-ish. Anyways, I was on the phone with him. And we will be getting some news directly from them and possibly... Wait, we're getting nudes from Edmund? Yeah, we're getting new stuff from them. And they'll probably be on it. the show in the not-too-distant future again. I, with... I got I got an email from Edmund. Today. I know you do. Ooh. Also working on a secret project, doing voice. Mm. Hey, everybody cross your fingers for George Ledoux and Edmund's project. MechWarrior Tactical Command yes. for the iOS. Obviously, Solaris Assault Tech will report as soon as there's something something to report. I'm always in contact with James and the guys over there. Obviously, they always give us a shout-out on their website, posting when we've gone live with the new, um, new podcast. So uh, appreciate again, MechTech, for what you're doing, and obviously when they're able to release more info. Um, and from what I understand they're working their ass off right now so you know they're under deadlines and all that fun stuff possibly so all right facebook we're up to like 534 likes if you're listening right now and you're on facebook check us out give us a like give us some feedback tonight we actually had around 48 or so listeners for live audience obviously it's a little bit later than normal and uh, we, we try to make it, and like Darren said uh, last I time. have a feeling that there's, you know, a large segment that are somewhere else doing something else right now. I got a large segment for you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> save it for the wife, George. Save it for the wife. All right. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'd like to thank our uh, community. Thank everyone out there for supporting us. And obviously, I'd like to thank everyone who makes beer out there. You're awesome. Mm, beer. Appreciate our guys working in the background. And, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure working All the with people you guys. working behind Phil, we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. For all those playing, you know, the beta out there, because we don't know who you are, hope you're enjoying your fucking time. And, uh, was that We salute you. Was that enough resentment in my voice to. to to sort of was no that no enough? no you gotta you gotta put more hiss in it like it wasn't heartfelt I don't know why but just for some bitches. reason just didn't sound sincere like that no uh, and before we go I'd like to say thank you to Darren 
and his unit. Unit. Thank you, what? He's, unit. <laughs> he's got a damn good-looking kid. I'm just saying, you do. Thank you, sir. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy, Drunken Mechware podcast, obviously. We hope you enjoyed semi, tonight's... Semi, semi We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. We certainly this, did. This is your not-so-sober Philip. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell. This is Greg. This is George. Until next time, Mech Warriors.